All right, everybody, welcome back to That There Sportscast. I'm your host, Jason Johnson, along with Jack Neal. Hello. Hello, indeed. We've been gone a little while. Been, yeah. Uh, battling the cron. Yeah, I got the, I got the vid. I don't, yep. I don't know uh, what bar stool that I licked or bar top I licked that gave it to me, but, you know. Yeah, old habits die hard, I guess. And I had what I thought was the vid because it was the exact same symptoms, but I kept coming back negative. So yeah, it's nice to know that there are uh, other viruses out there getting a chance. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it is. You know? It is good to hear. Yeah, yeah. you and, know, we forget about you know things like the flu and mono and stuff, but they're all still out there. Right. Yeah, it's crazy you didn't get it either, because, I mean, our goodbye tongue kisses, like, yeah, it's I know. fucking pretty solid, yeah. so. Um, yeah, and I refuse, I don't know how you feel, I refuse to do fucking Zoom shit. I've done one Zoom podcast yeah. one time, it's yeah. always so awkward. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and it's a pain in the ass, and yeah, it's just, it, yeah, I'm not doing it, but they, um, but yeah, it's kind of good we didn't record last week, though, because uh, I was, uh. It was very sad. Yeah. Last week. Yep. Uh, the wild card had just happened. And, uh, yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Shit the bed. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can yeah. talk about it quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get into some, like, UFC and stuff. And then we'll talk about what, honest to God, was the best weekend of playoff football I've ever watched. That has been – it's yeah. pretty much been hands down – Every uh, sports show, uh, podcast, everything like that, it's yeah. been talked about as that is like the the best one uh, people have seen in a long time. Yeah, man, Dallas just—I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. That was that was well. There were there were two things that I I, I think the world has kind of keyed in on, and and they're talking about is is. Uh, one that they're not talking about as much as me, but I'm just kind of seeing it and I'm worried about it. And I, and I think, I think they'll work on it in the off season though, is, uh, Dak's confidence. Yeah. He seems like he's lost a little bit of confidence in his, uh, his ability. Right. Which is affecting, you know, that affects, you know, who he's willing to throw to, how deep he's willing to go, you know, all kinds of little shit like that. Um, but I think that's something that can be worked on. I don't think that's a, a major thing, right. you know. Uh, but um, the other thing, though, that, I mean, just everybody is talking about is Mike McCarthy, we don't think, is the guy to lead this team. Yeah, I forgot who I heard say it, and it was a great point. <laughs> it's like, you're not running the offense. You're not running the defense. Yeah. You're supposed to be bringing the morale up, I guess. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? I what I know, one of my biggest uh, takeaways from that game and uh, is that they just looked scared out the gate. I mean, they yep. just look like, uh, you know, they uh, Dak and Zeke have been in a playoff game before. There was that, uh, what was it, four or five years ago when they played Green Bay and yeah. they lost in the field goal. You know, that's an understandable thing. That's an understandable where rookies, right. oh shit, we're here. Yeah. That fucking ginger over there doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like, you know, it's right. it's kind of like, hey, it's crazy that we're here. They had this look on their face like, holy shit, we could actually 
we could actually do this. Right. But it wasn't a confident we could do this. It's right. Um, it's something we talk about all the time with stand up. It's something you impress on me a lot is almost like an imposter syndrome. Like, yeah. should we be here or, or whatever? Right. It's something right. you noticed. And then when you look at San Francisco, what, two years ago they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think that had like a lot of effect on it and right. um, going into it. And then um, <coughs> we can say USC for the end. I mean, we can yeah. get into it. Yeah. Uh, you look at you look at San Francisco the way they played Green Bay, yeah. And as I I said it going into it, I was like, man, San Fr- San Francisco's scary. Like they're yeah. underrated, scary. No right. one has really paid attention to them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I noticed it during the Texans game. That's the only time I'll, yeah. I'll watch like a San Francisco game if they're playing my team. And it was like. Have they been this good the whole time? Yeah. And this is this good without Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. And then they – well, and, you know, and that's one of the things that kind of brought my spirits back up was because, you know, here they come in and everyone's expecting, oh, yeah, Green Bay's just going to walk through this one. And then, yeah, they – I mean, they beat the number three seed. They have beat now the number one seed. And right. they keep on rolling, man. Who knows? Um, do I think they're going to win against L.A.? No, I because holy shit that that team was just rolling through shit. You know, um, let's face facts: the Buccaneers with any other quarterback besides Tom Brady, that would have been a complete fucking blowout. Right. But you know, Brady kept it up and made it a good game. Yeah. But but yeah, any other quarterback besides Tom Brady, you don't get that. Well, you're going into it with, you know, they've swept, uh, 49ers have swept the Rams this year. Yeah. And uh, I thought, I'd, this is a stat I saw a couple people saying, like, they've swept them every time they've played them. Yeah. And which I'm, I, I don't know if that's true, but um, yeah. uh, I, I don't, I, obviously we don't do research very well on this show, but yeah. um, I don't know. I before we get into that, I, I think, think anyone has a chance. I'll put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's left right yeah. now for sure. Uh, before we get into that, like let's break the games down a little bit before we yeah. start doing predictions and kind of all over the place. I think the I think the biggest problem in the, the Packers 49ers game is Aaron Rodgers focused on two people to throw to, and yes. that was it. And that is, to me, what lost him the game. Now, yeah. to be fair – I missed the last, yeah. I I missed like the last like five minutes or so. Yeah, I fucking fell asleep, um, uh, due to the cron. I'll I'll yeah. blame all that on that. Uh, but uh, yeah. I I, I mean, I woke up. Well, it was thirteen to ten. It was the final. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. it looked like Packers were definitely going to pull it and off. Of course, well, so. and I listened to Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. You know, every on McAfee show every Tuesday, and and uh, he said it this week. He said, you know, he said, well, they shut down our run. He said that was a fact. He said they just shut down our run. Now, what I thought was interesting was uh, the uh, just before the game. Of course, you know Al Michaels and and uh, Chris, um, uh, whatever his fucking name is, anyway. Uh, Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Yeah. yeah. They they get to sit down and they talk to the players and all. Right. And uh and the coaches and uh they talk to LaFleur and LaFleur told them in the interview, Oh yeah, we we'll win this thing as long as special teams doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. 
And lo and behold, special teams fucked it up. Right. So bad. Uh, I think there was a missed field goal. There was a missed extra point. There was a blocked punt that was returned for a touchdown. Yeah. It. I mean, it was just crazy how every time special teams got on the field, every Green Bay fan's asshole puckered up. You know, it was like, oh, God, here we go. And I believe on one special team's play to uh – uh, they were on the defensive side of special play or special teams. They had ten men yeah. on the field. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even yeah. have a full full team. So, 100%. yeah, I don't know. Um, I, you know, of course, everyone's is this the last time Aaron Rodgers is going to walk out of Lambeau? Is he going somewhere right. else? I at this point, I think he. I think. It is the last time it walks on Lambo, but I just don't think he wants to do it anymore. I mean, I, I don't. Mean, I th- well, I think he may want to do it, but it's like that's this was such a dramatic year for him. Yeah, and I, well, I don't see him retiring. I don't. I don't see that. He may. He may surprise the fucking world because it is Aaron Rodgers, and he. If one thing is true about Aaron Rodgers is he does whatever the fuck he just wants to do, and that may yeah. be retire. Um, however. Um, I do not see him playing at Green Bay next year. How it, that may change because he did say one of the one of the big things as to whether or not he returns to Green Bay is Devonte and whether or not he goes somewhere, um, and which he's not. They Green Bay's already said they're going to franchise tag him if they can't come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. You know, he, but yeah, I could definitely see him just saying, fuck it. And I could also just see him, see him saying, no, let's, let's try this again. I don't know what it's going to take for him to, uh, I mean, obviously he's an amazing quarterback. Uh, you know, he's definitely a strong, I don't think the awards have come out, but he's definitely a strong contender for MVP. Yeah. But dude, he, he, again, only throw into about two people this game. The last last year's uh, NFC Championship game really fell on – it didn't fall all on him. Right. But he had a very clear opportunity to win by running in that touchdown. I don't know right. if people have that big of a memory, but, I mean, the hole was – fucking the size of fucking Gabe Cortez's dick. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like so big and huge. He could have fucking pulled it off. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Is it like the pressure gets to him or he just kind of overthinks it or it's, yeah. it's really something, uh, he's obviously elite, but when you look at other elite quarterbacks, right. I mean, you look at like a Tom Brady shit, look at Matt Stafford at this point. Yeah. Look at what Joe Burrow's doing. Yeah. I mean, it really is almost like get out of your own fucking head, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's really disappointing because I wanted to see Green Bay move on. I love kind of an underdog story. Uh, I don't necessarily think San Francisco's uh, underdog story. I mean, shit, two years ago they were in the Super Bowl. So, right. but um, it was definitely shocking. I mean, uh, to me, it was at yeah. least. I know a lot of people thought that they would. They would do it. My main thing was like the weather. The weather was uh, oh god damn, <laughs> which that, would affect it. Yeah, that shit was ridiculous. It started off clear, and then by the yeah. end of it, they could go sledding. I mean, yeah. it was uh, it was crazy. Um, but that I'd, it it does suck because I do like Aaron Rodgers, but 
It's really like, I is another team, I don't know if another team is going to help whatever the fuck happens when he gets in the playoffs. I don't know. That's, the, that's my thing. I, 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 don't, got, I don't think that happens. It, my prediction is is that Aaron Rodgers will either be a Steeler or a Bronco next year. But that's just my prediction. Yeah. I, I I think he's still got enough of that competitive edge in him that he there's no way he calls it quits. Well that's what yeah. I was saying. I think he still would like I to play football. I think yeah. I, I think, just don't know that Green Bay is where he's gonna be. Yeah. I think Ben Roethlisberger, for instance, still wants to play football. I just yeah. you know, you just kinda grow out of it. You get old. Right. And uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, ben, the fact I think he was on the sidelines asking why people were in his living room. It was pretty bad. It was uh, <laughs> pretty rough. It uh, to me, that's a big tell, though. The fact you only depend on Devontae Adams, and then mm-hmm. well, if he's not coming back, I probably won't come back. It's like, all right, bro. Like, well, what the, you just gonna follow each other around? Like that to me is a big tell of like. Then he may not play anymore. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I don't, I don't know Pittsburgh's roster very well, and I don't know uh, the Broncos' roster very well. But, um, you know, I think Pittsburgh's big thing is their defense, and the Broncos' big thing is not John Elway's. Winning. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say John Elway's big ass teeth. I mean, there's well, nothing down there for. Well, him. I think I think the Broncos they're looking at another. They're hoping for another Peyton Manning situation. We we yeah, we fucked up. We recruited. We we drafted this fucking Tebow guy and on, which from the start fucking Elway couldn't stand Tebow. And then and then uh, you know of course Manning ends up being available. They bring him in there, win a Super Bowl. He's done. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm thinking maybe that's what they're thinking. We you know we've got some talent on this field. We can bring in uh, Aaron Rodgers and maybe well, do that again. I think the difference is didn't Denver actually have some talent? And yeah. Then as opposed to now, I don't. Demarius think- Thomas. Uh, that yeah. That shit was unfucking real. I had both Demarius Thomas and uh, um, uh, Peyton Manning handcuffed that year in my fantasy. It was unfucking believable how many points they were bringing me every week. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I don't think they really have a team like that though this year. Yeah, but well, but it also depends on are they willing to go out and get it. Yeah, you know, true. It, you know. Okay, well, we got Aaron locked in. Let's go get him some weapons. Yeah, you know, um, the the the. But otherwise, though, I you know we're talking about it, but. Aaron on this, but look at Jimmy fucking Garoppolo, man. Yeah. This fucking guy. Holy shit, man. He, um, he, which, I mean, it didn't, not a high scoring game, didn't, you know, no touchdowns thrown, but they still got it done. Right. But, you know, what do you fucking do now? They're in quite the dilemma. They go out in the fucking offseason, draft the goddamn number two guy with, uh, um, uh, or was it number three selection? I think it was number two. Know. It was a number two selection mm-hmm. in the draft. They they traded up to get him. Yeah. So now they've got this stud quarterback, supposedly, sitting on the fucking bench with Garoppolo there. And everyone at the beginning of the season was, yeah, Garoppolo will play another season there. They'll let the kid get his legs under him. And then, you know, he'll – and then Garoppolo will move on somewhere else. Well, now, does he? 
You know, do you keep him another, do you sign him for another one or two years? Let this kid ride the bench behind him, you know, and, and learn from him? Or do, you know, in this league, mm-hmm. this is the type of league where these owners, whenever they go out and they pay these high dollars and they get or make these trades to get these high draft picks, they want to see that person play immediately. They don't want to see it, you know, later on. So, I don't. I, they're in a in quite the dilemma now, especially if they do end up going on and going to the goddamn Super Bowl. You know. I think the big well for one, if they win the Super Bowl, Garoppolo stays. I mean, you yeah. can't. There's no way. Oh, there'd be a riot of, in yeah. San Francisco. Uh, well, maybe not in San Francisco, but if it's any other city, there would be a riot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if you. Uh, I think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just depends yeah. on. Uh, the what the franchise wants to do again i don't know shit about well, san francisco but like i think i think some franchises are uh, it seems like there's two lanes people are going with quarterbacks here yeah excuse me uh <laughs> uh you got the guy you got the old school quarterback who's going to step back in the pocket stay there throw right make some moves whatever and then you got these guys that they started seeing uh uh fucking lamar jackson you started seeing uh rg3 when he came in the league like you start seeing these guys that could run as well as throw it's and it just depends on what where they want to take their franchise well i think honest to god though that's the future of quarterbacking thus what you see in the afc which we'll talk about here in a little bit but um but but as far as this goes i i don't because they have some options here because you're at a point now where you do have the number two draft pick stud quarterback sitting there. Jimmy Garoppolo's taking you all the way now, maybe taking you to the Super Bowl. And if they win the Super Bowl, for fucking sure he doesn't go anywhere. So now you have some options. You let the kids sit there and ride for a little while and learn from him or fucking just, you know, get his legs under him and then let Garoppolo go here in a year or two. Or – you've got a pretty hot commodity there that you could trade off for some really good draft picks right and shit yeah so yeah i mean that 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 whole that whole thing is up in the air now too so so you know we're looking at shit all around the league that's just I, nuts i just think it's so frustrating when when they have these running quarterbacks like this mm-hmm. situation is a perfect example of the shit I talk about where I smoke too much weed and then I sit on my back porch and think about, like, what what would be fun to watch. And you have a guy that can throw and run. And then you have a guy that can fucking throw. Right. Fucking use both at the same time. Pay yeah. pay less money. You don't, you don't need to... What would... I don't know. I mean... I I would say what would you do, but we're not we're not these high level competitive athletes. That's right. always the difference of what well, we talk about. But it's like you sit those two in a room and you go, look, this is this is the plan we would have. You can run and throw. You can throw. Okay, yeah. this is what we got. Okay, y'all take a little less money. We go win championships. You guys are – how much money do you fucking really need at a certain point? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. What do you want to do? Do you want to be great or do you want to be rich? Yeah. And I think with some of the uh, – I think if you ever got two similar-minded people going towards one goal, 
you want to be great. You don't care about being rich. You're already yeah. going to be rich. You're already going to be wealthy as shit. You know what I mean? You're not going to have yeah. generational wealth, but you're going to be comfortable. Your kids are going to be comfortable. Yeah. Your grandkids may have to go work. I don't know, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, well, that's all comes after. <laughs> it's investing the money that they do make. But, but that this to me is a perfect example of that. Is it's like, yeah. is it's like Garoppolo's not Garoppolo's not like he's high level, but he ain't too high level, right? And then this kid, again, from what I saw when he played the Texans, it took him a little while to warm up. You guys got a great thing here. I mean, a, yeah. a perfect example, too, is what I didn't uh, realize is they do this with all other positions. Fucking digs for yeah. for the Cowboys. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and when he went to Alabama, he was a wide receiver. They yeah. were like, we got too many wide receivers. Why don't you go be a cornerback? Yeah. Um, Debo Samuel for the, uh, the uh, 49ers yeah. was not originally a running back when he was drafted. Yeah. Now he's like... Fucking a key part of that offense. Yeah, it, it's just like this. Can well, they're work. doing it. Like, why they would are you do it with QBs? Well, they are more and more doing uh, uh, the schemes to where they do have like actual planned plays that where the quarterback runs. Especially now, the league has come up with you know they've made it a lot better than it used to be. It used to be you did not want a running quarterback because. That guy was going to get fucking hurt, and yeah. so you and you didn't want him hurt. Now they have all these sliding rules. They have all these rules where you can't touch the quarterback and shit. Right. So yeah, that it, they've made it to where you can actually plan in your scheme. Now the reason you don't want to rotate quarterbacks, and this is the reason why I've seen this. Um, I used to ask this very same question whenever my dad and I would sit there and watch. Uh, there have been teams that have tried it. Uh, it works for about a half a season. Uh, and the reason is, is yeah. because you need that one guy that is the leader that you built all of your play around. Yeah. You can, everyone else can rotate in and out, but that guy needs to be there. He needs to know the scheme of how this is going to work and how this is all being put together. That's so I don't think you will see rotating quarterbacks anytime soon. Right. But I, I do see a lot more designed plays. For the quarterback to run. Oh, they uh, 49ers already have it with the new guy. I mean, yeah. like they had yeah. so many running schemes with with Samuel. Him, what's his name again? Uh, uh, I can't even fucking remember his name. Number two pick in the draft, and I can't remember his name. Yeah, let's see. I can pull it up real quick. I already got the uh, app up, but um, I think that's when it comes into. Uh, I think that's when it kind of comes into, like, your coach. You get your two QB, like you just get everyone on the same page. And I kind of, I, I do understand what you're saying of like, kind of like having one leader, but it's yeah. like, that's a perfect opportunity to be like, this motherfucker has been playing. This motherfucker played under the, arguably right. one of the best coaches ever possibly in the NFL. Right. We just drafted you. Follow this motherfucker's league, your lead. You're going to get some playing time. Let's kind of have a. You know, an experimental year, Trey Lance, if you will, by Thank the you. way. Thank you. You know, you will kind of have, like, an experimental year yeah. or something. Yep. I think that's all it's going to take is, like, one team to actually fucking just commit yeah. to doing it. You know, because. I don't know. I've I, Like I say, I've seen a couple of teams within my lifetime 
that have committed and said this is what we're going to do because we have two guys with two different skill sets they can they can go with and it just never well, works out. I also okay. Let's subtract one thing from it. Don't announce it to the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. keep it kind of a secret. Yeah. you know, like but some team like Trump's plan to end the war in Syria. Well, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, that thing. Yeah. Um, don't, don't talk about the greatest ever. Uh, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Dallas, for instance, like wh- what I'm trying to get at is like, there are some take, go into it. Just knowing look, this is going to be, we're going to be innovators mm-hmm. or we're going to do what others have tried and, and we're actually going to succeed. Right. Or maybe we'll fail, but we have these key players that we could actually do it. Look at fucking Dallas. It almost seemed like when they were doing the drafts, Dallas was taking like years off being like another offensive lineman, another offensive lineman. Yeah. And then you get to the point where you're like, they got one of the best offensive lines. Yeah. It just takes years to do it. Like, I don't know. Again, I'm a pothead fucking sitting yeah. on the backboard yeah. trying to I just don't I just don't think you'll see it. Like say because you because you 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 get a quarterback knowing that our entire scheme is built around this guy yeah and so now you're like okay you have one scheme set up for this guy then you have this other guy that's got a whole different set of uh skills so you design a scheme around him and you start switching that up in the game what ends up happening is is you end up having receivers running backs o-line that are sitting there having to wonder what the fuck man do Okay, who's my quarterback on this play? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let me go to the playbook for that guy, and then you know it, it's have, it's ends up being a lot. But it's also like have both out there. That's it, what I'm saying. Listen, Jack. It makes it too complicated, and CTE is real. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot these guys are getting hit by Hondas yeah. at 40 miles an hour in the face. You're right. Yeah. CE is a huge factor. That that never crossed my mind. Coach, I'm glad I caught you on that one with you in the middle of a drink. That was fucking hilarious. Coach, I want to be with you, but I don't understand what's going yeah. on. Hey, uh, Larry, I'm over here. Oh, fuck my back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, I say stick like, with I say stick with Garoppolo. With yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go back to the original it's question. Like ben Roethlisberger out there on the field. You know, Coach, I keep hitting X, and it's just not going to my receiver. <laughs> ben, you're not. You, this isn't PlayStation. You need to. This is real. Yeah. You're okay. And okay, we're also coach. in the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. What are you what are you talking about, Ben? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's so yeah. funny. I never that never <laughs> crossed my mind that these people are becoming functionally retarded. The older they're getting. Of course they're not gonna understand. Let's complicate the shit out of this thing, man. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. I, I yeah. well, to answer the question, I say stick with Garoppolo. Let's give yeah, him one or yeah. two more years yeah. underneath. Oh Let man, take over. Well, all right, the fucking Packers are out, which is that yeah. that act. I don't feel like that's really being talked enough. A lot. Uh, that is crazy. Like, yeah, everyone had them going to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. And the fact they're out on their first week. They right. they got to rest. You know, like everything. Yeah. It's that's crazy. Um I was I was about to use crazy as a transition into uh the Bengals game, but shit, you could say that with the Rams, you could say that with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um I mean, what game do you want to go to? Uh, th- all these well, games we could, were so fucking exciting. Uh, we can go ahead on and knock out uh, uh, Rams Bucks because that we'll just finish off the NFC and then we'll go to AFC okay. game. Sounds good. Uh, the but yeah, the Rams Bucks game that was that was nuts. Um, I did not see. Uh, the Rams jumping out to a giant lead right. before uh, uh, the start of that game, but holy shit, did they? Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, anybody but Tom Brady is the quarterback for that team, and it stays a gigantic lead. Yeah. Now, Tom Brady, even though, goddamn, Aaron Donald and uh, 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 Vaughn Von Miller, Miller, yeah. They were eating his fucking lunch all night. And I think that showed you. I think Von Miller and Aaron Donald looked at everybody and said, for the last 20 years, why the fuck haven't you been doing what we did tonight? All you do is pressure the fuck out of him. Well, look, of course Aaron Donald was impressive. That's what he does. Yeah. He's very, you know, he's a a high-level player. Von Miller. Was yeah. so much fun to watch. Yes. I mean, that was you. Shit, you want to talk about what Denver had when Peyton got there? Von Miller was there, yeah. Like, and younger and playing that way. And when they got Von Miller, I was like, oh, that's cool. But I didn't yeah. think for what he did in that game, fucking amazing. Yeah. But I, I tell you, maybe it's just NFC teams that put me to sleep. I don't know. Yeah. I slept a lot of that game. Again, they- I was I was sick and shit, but uh. It, every time I woke up and saw what the score was, I went, I'm going to tune in for the last five minutes. Brady is the NBA of the NFL. It all yeah. It's only going to come down the last five minutes whether right. or not he's going to win or not. Yeah. You, you know, he it, made Well, he made adjustments to that pressure they were putting on, and then all of a sudden he starts creeping back mm-hmm. up, and you're like, yep, this is that standard Brady shit. It's going to come down to the last five minutes of this goddamn game. And, of course, he has other people, but his only star out there is Evans. Yeah. Evans, and I don't really – I mean, um, fucking Gronk had a couple plays, but Gronk didn't – I don't – Again, I I was in and out of the game a lot, but I don't yeah. feel like Gronk was really that much of a player in the game. Yeah. They weren't; he wasn't doing too much. Not too much, but uh, but I can tell you that that yeah, you're absolutely right about Evans. Evans was just that. It, it got to a point where everyone was just going, my God, shut Evans the fuck down. That's where he's going to. Well, and and you know. I <laughs> I like Ramsey as a. Uh, just entertainment. I mean, he's yeah. just entertaining as a player. But apparently, he I forget who he went to and was like, I'm fucking covering Evans, and then got burned. Like, yeah. that was fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Everything everything about this game was fucking amazing yeah. that I saw. It was just so much fun to watch. The, 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 the fact that it came down to stat, which, by the way, fucking give it up for Stafford. I mean, yeah. I guess it was – it was so true 
give this guy a little bit yep. of a chance, and he's going to fucking Dude, succeed for people, you. People have been saying for years – why the fuck will Stafford not be picked up by anyone else? He is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he is stuck wasting away in Detroit. And sure as shit, he's coming back and proving that true this year. I thought he would. I thought he'd kind of fallen off through halfway yeah. through the season. And man, can he? I mean, to go up against the goat, yeah, for sure. And and but you know, the Bucks this year have just falling apart with all the drama they've had. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really a big thing. Uh, I was telling you earlier, after hearing a little bit of Antonio Brown's side of the story and hearing how Bruce Arians handles you know, it in the press conference, yeah. and then to watch him on the sideline was really like – and then to hear like Tom Brady yells at him of yeah. like, I'm not coming off the field until Gronk makes his half a million dollars like, right. in the last game. It's really like, yeah. hey, Bruce – and you were telling me what was the thing? Well, there was a. It was a, about a week after the Antonio Brown situation. I think it was the next game. He a player screwed up somehow. He ran off the field. And Bruce Arians smacked him upside the head, and got fined fifty thousand dollars for it. And it's and you know, it it doesn't help your case, Bruce, when it, for the whole Antonio Brown thing. When the next week you're getting a fifty thousand dollar fine for smacking a dude, and your quarterback screaming at you from the fucking field. No, I'm not coming off the fucking field till my guy gets his bonus. You know, it, it really is like, hey, Bruce, that was that was a fun last yeah. year to watch, and no one no one thought y'all were gonna do it, but you did it. Yeah. Pull your head out of your own ass. Like, yeah. you're not – like, if you were this great, I would have heard about you before you went to the Bucks. Right. And, I again, I'm a I, – uh, until we started the show, I was a very yeah. casual – I'd watch my team, and that was about it. I'd watch the fun, entertaining games. Right. Never had heard of Bruce Arians before last he's, year. Well, he's – I mean, he's, he's a legendary coach, but the problem with him is is that he is also a very old-school coach. Yeah. There, it's uh, – um, and I think uh, the – I think a lot of what we're going to start seeing in a, is a huge turnover – in personnel with people retiring and this these new young bucks coming in uh and it's a different type of coaching the no. you know players have finally stood up and said hey i i may have put up with that shit in high school i may have put up shit that shit in college but i'm a grown-ass fucking man i get paid millions of dollars to fucking be out here you motherfuckers are not going to talk to me and treat me that way anymore. And th and that's and coaches have realized that these younger coaches definitely have. And they're yeah. in, um, I think yeah, a lot of the old we're going to see it of a huge turnover in players, and we're going to see a huge turnover in uh, in coaches. You know what's really going to uh, uh, spike that too, and yeah. it, and may in the next couple of years come out of like oh these players are now divas or whatever. But the fact yeah. that. Uh, you know, uh, NCAA athletes can start getting paid. Yeah, that's that's really that's going. Huge. That's going to turn up a big factor of yeah. like, hey, motherfucker, I'm. I mean, shit. The amount of people just in like my freshman year of college to hear, yeah. I'm a grown ass man. Well, when you're smacking literally a 30 year old in the helmet when he comes off the field, is really like, yeah. yo, I'm like an actual grown ass man. Don't fucking touch yeah. me. And your ass ain't it fucking out there. Well, and and if you were this good at fucking actually playing football, 
Yeah. You'd be known as a better football player than a coach. So don't yeah. fucking touch me. You know. Well, and, and, and yeah, I mean, you're talking about guys now that are going to. Well, there's two things. Not only, not only the uh, the uh, uh, fact they can get paid for their likeness rights and stuff now. So you got guys that are going to be coming out of college already millionaires. They're going to be like, fuck it. Well, I already bought mama a house and all that shit. Right. What are you going to offer me? Which goes to a point i'm going to bring up later okay. um it but also um the the transfer portal these guys now they can be like oh i'm not getting playing time at this college well fuck it i'm gonna hop in the transfer portal here and we'll see where i can go where i can actually play some fucking ball yeah. so now these guys have already gotten this thing going um i talked with you about this earlier and in in uh this is one of the reasons why I see the salary cap in the NFL going away. Because if you've got a guy that has been already on Wheaties boxes, has his own Nike shoe, all that shit coming right. out of college, and then you really want him for your team, he's exactly what you need. But I don't have the cap space to give this guy enough money to compete with what he's already made in college. Yeah. Plus, in addition to that, there are teams this year, New Orleans being one of them, that are severely handicapped because they have no cap space. Mm -hmm. New Orleans has got to cut like 30 fucking players to get the cap space to pay what they need to get a fucking good team going. Yeah. It's it's not fair to teams. It's not um, and it's not conducive to where this game is fixing to go with these guys being able to get paid in college. I think the the salary cap will be gone within the next five to ten years. My fuck all the Wheaties, the the shoes, jerseys, all that shit, yeah. dude. Like it's very clear football is America's game now. Yeah. Oh, fuck if, yeah. If baseball's doing it. And yeah. I, I remember you bringing this up earlier. If yeah. soccer's able to do it, like, yeah. why the fuck is football not doing this? I can remember back in – Hell, it was, why is, like, every sport not doing it, to be I honest? I think it was but. 2008 or something. A team – maybe Barcelona or somewhere. Anyway, they gave Messi $25 million to play one season. Right. Which at that time was exorbitant amount. Yeah, I can see – a team, you know, you, you take a Jerry Jones or a Bob Kraft or somebody who's got deep-ass pockets. And let's face facts, all these fucking owners got deep-ass fucking pockets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can fucking buy championship teams. And 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 I think it'll make things more competitive. Yeah. I think and it'll be good for the players. They can make a lot of fucking money doing that. You yeah. Know? Um, the other thing that goes along with that that I, we talked about earlier, every player bitches about it. No one wants it. It needs to go. Uh, franchise tags. I think franchise tags will be gone within the next what, few years. What is that? I don't so even basically, know what that is. So basically you have a guy that's coming up on free agency, mm -hmm. uh, and, and um, um, you can't get a deal made to keep him. When you have this one – and, and I may be – I don't think completely wrong about this, but there's details I'll probably get wrong about it. Mm -hmm. But – but so you have this thing built into the contract that for a year I can put my franchise tag on you. You're my franchise player. 
I can't get rid of you, but we can't come to a deal. You're going to play one more year for me, and, and I have you under contract. You can't get out of it. Uh, wow. Yeah. And so I didn't even. I I've yeah. always heard of franchise tag. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't know it was. Uh, we're just going to brand you for a year. Yeah. It's pre- I, it's pretty much what it is. You're saying you're the brand of the fucking team until I can either get a deal together, you know, scrape the money up to get you in here. Which I mean, sometimes it does work out. It, Dak they franchise tagged him for a year, and then he comes back and gets that humongous fucking deal the next year right and everyone was saying well that's because they were trying to you know figure out cap space and what they could do and all that so they could keep him there yeah and so yeah sometimes maybe something like that is necessary but i think that should be something that's negotiated with the player it shouldn't be something they could just automatically do they should be able to go to him and say hey how about this for this next year we're going to pay you x amount of dollars yeah that and explain it to the player you know we've got this much cap space this year we can't offer you the deal you're wanting but next year after we've taken down this whole you know um after we don't have the salary cap problem anymore and all we can pay you a fuck ton of money so if you'll just stick with us for one year at this amount of money you know, and, and they would probably find that a lot of players would do it. It would be, you know, what would be a great, like, uh, interview series, documentary, whatever, is the actual man-to-man conversations that happen yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. You're not revealing anything that's embarrassing or too secretive. Right. In fact, you're kind of given, I mean, maybe the reason it doesn't happen is because you're almost given a blueprint for players to be able to navigate the I th- world. Well, I think that's what it is, yeah. But that's a big That's a big yeah. thing that should be happening. It's yeah. like, or not. When you don't have. That was a very dumb statement. Not a big thing that should be happening, but it would yeah. be interesting to actually hear because when you break it down like that, yeah, that's absolutely, I could, now the franchise tag doesn't seem so harsh. Hey, man, we want you. We yeah. want to pay you the money. You deserve it. Right. You need to give us one more year, though, if you want to make that yeah. money here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that would be think, actually really interesting yeah, to hear. Yeah, and I think that's – and I think they would find a lot of players would be like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. You know, I can pay my bills on that for the next few years, you know, for the next year. And then, yeah, next year we'll we'll come back and we'll – We'll make some money here. Well, yeah, because it's also like these people, they do get invested into the city, into the yeah, into yeah. the culture and all that shit. Well, that's so like, like Aaron Rodgers has said uh, for the last year and a half, I would love to retire as a Packer. Yeah. But. Shit, I think you should, but. Yeah. But, you know, if, if someone comes along and says, hey, uh, we're going to back a dump truck load of money up to your door, because everyone's saying that if he plays another year, he'll be the first $150 million quarterback. That, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I you know I I, I don't know you know the, you, like I say you get invested in the in the city you get invested in the team you have friends on that team you have, you know your family's living there now right yeah a lot of guys I think would make the choice to to go that extra year but but uh, they don't leave it up to them now it's all based upon uh, these weird contracts you know yeah in which. Which, uh, yeah, listening, uh, it's one of the reasons why I love McAfee so much is because it feels like you're getting an insider's view. Big time. Yeah. And uh, he talks about it all the time, how these contracts are 150 pages long and there's so much shit buried so deep in there where they can actually fuck you out of money and shit. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, so well, at that yeah. point, that's where you scream at your lawyer and agent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Uh, going back to the game, uh, it's interesting. I just realized there's kind of like a little parallel yeah. here with uh, the NFC. Uh, Brady could, you know, possibly this could be his last one. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it, well, if the way things are going with reports, it is his last one. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, there are people that are very deep inside his like team of people that are around him mm-hmm. that are saying, yes, it is seriously being considered right now that this is his last year. Couldn't blame him after the way the season ended. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he, he, big old fat lip and all speaking of Von Miller, right? <laughs> I mean, he can clearly still ball. He can clearly. Yeah. Get 100%. you to the playoffs. And actually, I think, I mean, uh, if Godwin is back, Antonio Brown was still there, Yeah, I think they win that game pretty hands down. Yep. Um, of course, though, Jesus Christ, you spoke about him last year, like, so much uh, just because he was on your fantasy. But that fucking Stafford and Cooper Cup just wide open. Jesus, up. man. I mean, that game. Unreal. That game was just incredible. With, yeah. with that. I mean, that is everything you want in football. For one, just the dramatics, uh, not off the field, but on the field of of just going back and forth. uh, Who's going to do this? And then just the long, deep balls and the scores. It's fucking incredible. Um, I'm trying to think. Is that? Uh, Maybe not. Uh, I don't want to say it if it wasn't with this game. Yeah. Kansas City. I don't know. We'll we'll keep. No, it was with the Bills Kansas City game. Uh, yeah. Another fucking crazy highlight of that game. Yeah. But um, yeah. If Tom Brady goes, I really don't blame him. I, yeah. I mean, like you said, you brought up that fat lip one. I yeah. I think at that moment he's like, I got a fucking asshole coach over there with his goddamn sunglasses on at eight thirty at night. Yeah. Uh, fucking. The the guy that was supposed to be, quote-unquote, my best friend is all over the fucking internet going, well, is it best friends whenever you know you're going to get touchdowns and we're going to get wins out of it or whatever? Right. You got Gronk. I just saw Gronk a second ago uh, with the news as we were going through it said if he was asked if he was going to retire today, he'd say, yeah. It's just like, yeah. I'm I'm in my 40s. Well, and Gronk is the Gronk. Gronk definitely retires if Brady goes. Oh yeah, he's already said, "No, I'm I'm not playing if I don't have the greatest of all time fucking throwing to me." He's my he's my friend, my buddy. We've been together forever. I'm not playing. It's anymore. also not even that. Like Gronk doesn't study their playbook. I mean, like yeah, I know they said That's Gronk shows shit. up and he just walks up to Brady. He's like, "What yeah. are we doing today?" Yeah. He's like. You're going to run that way. Okay. Right. And, you know, yeah. like. Like, they said there are times where Brady will literally look over at Gronk and be like, all right, you remember the NFC game, you know, the game against that NFC team here a few years back. We were playing them, and they were, and, and you ran this route. Oh, yeah, boss, I remember that. And he goes, do that again. And they just fucking, that, that's literally the way they call plays with each other now. It's just like, do yeah. you remember when we did this? Okay, let's go do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh, Gronk, good Gronk run play. <laughs> CTE real. No shit. 
I think every I think every commercial they pitch to him, they go, "All right, yeah, you got CTE in this commercial." Yeah. He goes, "Okay, <laughs> but I'm special." Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I I say we save Bills Chiefs for the last. Yeah, one. yeah. Let's, let's, we'll just hit that last. Um, I'll tell you, I did not get to watch Titans Bengals, so. I could not be more happier. I mean, yeah. just. Uh, it, I know you didn't want to see the Titans go on and do jack shit because uh, they're in your division. And, no, yeah. yeah, I really, I really, God, I took a lot of joy in that. Um, yeah. Uh, Although I will have to say I love Braves, but yeah. Look, man, there's a lot of people on that team that are actually like uh, impressive. You got the guys that do yeah. busting with the boys. They're fun to listen to. Right. Uh, you know, they, they got uh, Derrick Henry. How the fuck do you not like Derrick Henry? Right. I mean, he's just the Terminator. Um, <laughs> but this game, he was not. I mean, just, yeah. uh, I think he had a couple of maybe breakouts, but it well, was not like much. His second game back from the injury or something. I think this was his first one. Or was it his first? Yeah. Yeah, I think this was his first one. Um, you want to talk about overrated? Ryan Tannehill. Just yeah. No. I, I, I'm over hearing about Ryan I'll be Tannehill will actually you, be good. He's not. I think I think the Titans fell into a lucky set of circumstances where they didn't have the toughest of schedules and they ended up being that their division had two of the worst fucking teams in football and that's how they ended up the number one seed. <laughs> Shit, man. You may argue three yeah. after looking at the way Indianapolis ended uh, it. Yeah. Not only that, yeah. fucking uh, the owner – the yeah. uh the GM I mean the way they're talking about yeah. Wentz they're like they li- it's it's almost seems like they've come out and been like we fucked up yeah we someone were take Wentz off our fucking hands to the point to the fucking point that they um there is big talk of Aaron Rodgers being a Colt next year cool man i mean the, yeah the best thing to do right now would just be shoot myself in the head i mean yeah. that would kill me anyway whatever well, you, jack let's realize your team has years to build back up we're going to be talking about their shit for a while i don't know you fucking hire brian flores you may actually get a uh, maybe yeah. maybe he might attract some people into there going oh it's a winning atmosphere yeah um anyway um uh, what was the other uh, the other point with the Titans? I mean, look the the way some of the stats if you look at them, Burrow sacked 9 times. Yeah. I mean, that's a that you you ever put that on paper, automatic loss. Like how yeah. the fuck do yeah. you pull this shit off? You literally have the why not us team with just swagger and attitude. Yeah. I mean, it's just it really is it's almost inspiring. It, it, it's the kind of the stereotypical you, you what you hear in life, uh, you know, you get knocked down, just get up and keep trying. And that yeah. team, the Bengals are that team personified. A hundred percent. Higgins actually was able to catch a ball. So that yeah. actually helped. Um, and their kicker. I mean, their kicker apparently is one of the most cockiest motherfuckers to ever play the goddamn game. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, quotes coming out of that game is he wasn't, he wasn't doing warm up kicks. He literally stretching his leg, just doing that swing thing, standing yeah. next to Burrow, and it comes down to a last minute field goal. This kid has not. He just he told Burrow as he was running out. Well, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. I mean, yeah. just they have this confidence, this swagger. Um, again, 
I think it also goes back to the last week of when they asked Burrow, you know, like, oh, this is great, y'all won. I mean, the the stats yeah. on some of these are so funny of, like, literally no one had, before their win last week, no one had ever texted the Bengals won the playoffs because the yeah. last time was 92, yeah. and in 93 is when text messaging came out. Like, stats like those were coming out. Right. And – for Burrow to come out and say last week, um, I forgot who they beat, but uh, for him to come out and be like, oh, it was just a game. Like, we're going to keep going. As opposed to, oh, shit, we did it. You know, yeah. like you, some of those teams fall into it. Uh, I guess we didn't record when I brought up the uh, example to you that time of like, uh, I remember the Rockets, they couldn't make it out of the fucking first round of the playoffs. Right. They made it out of the first round of the playoffs, and fucking our test is in the stands sprinting, which someone should have stopped. <laughs> I can't right. believe no, yeah. one, can't believe no one scattered. But, um, and it was very, it was like the big talk the next day is like the Rockets ain't gonna fucking win because they think they already won. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and for them, for the Bengals, to kind of go with this attitude of like it's the why not us team, it's this it's swagger. This right. they just have all this shit now, um. They will be going up against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs, uh, they did beat. You know, they, they had great clock management. They did it again, I think, with, with this Titans game. I think the Titans also hey, yeah. are not really what they what everyone thought they right. were. That number one does not – it was not represented on the field. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be tough, but I think they do have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, possibly win it all. Um, if they if they play the way they did though on Saturday, probably not. I mean, I don't think you can take nine more sacks and yeah. and not and not do it. I think the biggest I think the biggest problem is uh, the fact Derrick Henry he he was coming off an, of an injury, and again you got Tannehill, yeah, and then you look at who they're going to go up against the Chiefs, and it's like yeah, you, there's way too many weapons to be able to let them. Yeah. go you know what i mean like oh yeah it's, yeah. it's too much um well it, and speaking of the chiefs do we want to fucking just go ahead and talk about this shit yeah because yeah. i was about to say speaking of cte that's about all i just yeah. have a lot of vigor and yeah, how, yeah. but i can't really remember too much of the stats well um the dude, fucking the afc right now is uh showing everyone where the nfl is going yeah as far as I was talking about big turnover in personnel. You got Josh Allen, you got Patrick Mahomes, you've got uh, uh, Joe Burrow playing phenomenal mm-hmm. fucking football. Three great quarterbacks playing phenomenal. All of them mobile, all of them uh, deadly accurate with that football. Um, and then you're talking about Tannehill. Well, there's your old school. Yeah. And look, it's over. You know, it's time. It's turnover. It's time. You, Move you, on. You are right. Yeah. I think Tannehill's maybe a terrible example, though, because of course old is. school, new yeah. school. Yeah. Tannehill, he was. He, He's kind of an in betweener, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, um, but yeah, the um, top backup, lowest starter, in my opinion. But yeah. They did make it to the playoffs at number one, you know, but. Yeah. But talking yeah. about um, Mahomes and Allen. 
holy shit, what a shootout. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, Mahomes, I, I don't, you know, most people right now, they're so high on the wind, they don't remember that midseason, there were a lot of people standing around going, what the fuck happened to Patrick Mahomes? I was giddy. I was, I was very yeah. excited. I, I don't think I talked about it on the show too much, but I was yeah. very like, yes, thank God. Yeah, he's got faults. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, this game, though, it was back to old school. Uh, holy shit, what is this guy doing on the field? It's unreal, you know? Yeah. Then, next series, out comes Josh Allen. Holy shit, dude, this guy, um, he I did not see him slide on one of his runs at all. That motherfucker fights for every fucking yard. And... You talk about a laser beam for a fucking arm, putting that ball into where it needs to be. It was crazy to me. The one example I keep bringing up is the, they ran him, I think, they definitely ran him two times in a row. It was very clear that was the way the play was going to go. And was it third and 14 or fourth and 13? I can't remember. And he runs, he no one's open. He fucking runs for the first down. Yeah. And it was a very high risk i mean if they i don't know if you saw it did you see the one where he hurdled the fucking line no yeah no yeah hurdled the fucking line to get to get the yards it it was such a you know back and forth teeter-totter if one for both sides one of those drives doesn't work out game is pretty much over i mean you cannot let and maybe this did happen i i gotta be honest i was pretty sported out by the end of this it's like now looking I back it. at it and listening to yeah. people talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great moment. That's a great moment. That's a great moment. In the moment, I was yeah. kind of like, let's just hurry this fucking game up. Yeah. Uh, I also know I had to go back to work the next day, so I was like, oh, right. And it was a little lot going on in the house. But I don't know. Did did either team score back to back? I mean, I don't remember. It was literally. I don't, I don't remember that. But you called it as yeah. the shootout, and that's exactly yeah. what it was. Um, the one. This is the uh, first off a, a, a crazy like stat fact whatever you want to call it. They beat the over I think early in the fourth, and the over was fifty four yeah. points. Yeah. I mean that's that's insane. Yeah. Oh well, the 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 last minute and fifty seven seconds of that game, twenty five points were scored. They just went okay, up so and they... down that goddamn field in the last two minutes of that game, and yeah. and just score, 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 and it's and then. Um, and then what was so funny to me is we'd already watched three games this weekend that came down to a last second field goal. And before this would started, you texted to me, you were like, LOL, I think this one's going to come down to a last minute field goal. It's not what won the game, but it is what allowed the game to be won. Right. You know, um, cause you gave Patrick Mahomes the old adage, don't give Brady two minutes. Yeah. Don't give Patrick Mahomes 13 fucking seconds. So his messaging, uh, me and my dad were kind of going back and forth a little bit. And uh, so uh, the Chiefs get the ball with a, with two minutes left. And, and my dad said, I think they just gave him too much time. And I told him, I said, I they're going to give the Bills too much time. Because they're yeah. going to go down the field and they're going to score. This is yep. what always happens. This is why I hate the fucking Chiefs. It's either it's. The narr- I mean, you can write the fucking way that the, it's going to go, including the way they won, 
Fucking Mahomes to Kelsey. I mean, that's yeah. always how the fucking game goes. Yeah. By the way, if anyone ever wants the origin of why I hate the fucking Chiefs, two years ago, Texans are crushing the Chiefs in the first quarter of the fucking playoffs. Yeah. 24 to 0. And yeah. I watched Mahomes throw it to Kelsey and Hill over and fucking over and over. And, yeah. and to watch them always win that way. And nobody had an answer for that. Nobody has an answer for it. It's, I mean, shit, the Bills pretty much did. I mean, until the uh, overtime. You have a deadly accurate quarterback. Yeah. With the fastest receivers on the fucking field. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's hard to beat. To go back to what I was saying, though, it did. That did happen, and I was so happy because I rarely call shit in sports. And I was like, yes, I called it. The Bills are going to win because they gave fucking the Bills too much time with yeah. a minute left, a fucking minute. Yeah. And the 13 seconds and that happens. I was like, seconds. you got to get the, you got to be fucking kidding me. And, and, I, and I'll tell you, and I can tell you exactly where they fucked up. Um, so you, that 13 seconds with no timeouts left, mm-hmm. then you do what's called picket fencing. You cover the sidelines. Because they're, of course, trying to pass to the sideline to get out to stop the clock. Right. Wrong answer for this one. Yeah. Wrong answer for this one. They still had two timeouts left. Yeah. If it, it, At that point, you play your normal defense because they can stop the clock no matter what. And that's what they did. They left the middle too wide open, and they were able to throw it down the middle, timeout, throw it down the middle, timeout, and that put it in to where they could get the uh, uh, the field goal in and take it to overtime. But you also just had so many – that one, and I fucking can't stand him as well, yeah. but that Tyree Kill catching, what, an eight-yard pass and then running it all the way for the touchdown? I mean, like zigging and zagging, pulling Madden moves around people? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Again, it was a great game. And th- my brain fart earlier of me, Bills, Chiefs. Was it the Bills? Was it the Bills that Josh Allen threw the ball and that dude caught it with one hand? I mean, just a yeah. small. Like, that was an unbelievable yeah. play. And I don't even know if it was that game or maybe when they played the Patriots. It may have been. It may have been when they yeah. played the Patriots. But that alone, too, like, yeah. both teams, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I, it, that was an incredible game. Um, I I hope the Bengals fucking crush the Chiefs. Though. I do, too. I'm really hoping for that. Yeah, well, I guess we can go into predictions now. But, yeah, I, what I hope is for the Bengals to crush the Chiefs. However, with Mahomes being back to full form, that's going to be a difficult fucking task, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. I either see it being Bengals Rams or uh, the rematch of San Francisco yeah. Chiefs. I don't see, and and if you're listening, you go, well, what a risk. There's four teams left. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. That's how it'll be. It, I, don't, I don't see it being Rams Chiefs. I don't see it being Bengals San Francisco. Right. It's one of those two matchups. Yeah. That's that's the matchup it's gonna be. And I I again, if the Bengals can figure out how to not get Joe Burrow sacked nine times, yeah. I think they're I think they're gonna do it. Like I I do think they're gonna do it. Um 
And then, Jesus Christ. I mean, the Rams, yeah. San Francisco. Again, San Francisco swept them. But the Rams, that's a fucking yeah. – once you start really looking at how much star power they have, yes, it's crazy. It, yes. It's crazy how many stars. But um, I think San Francisco really is going to do it. But I guess that kind of goes against what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's gonna be Rams, Cincy, or uh, or San Francisco and Chiefs. I mean, well, my I think wish, that's what it's gonna come down um, to. My wish for the game would be uh, Bengals Niners for the, for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh, reason being uh, is a the, if the Bengals win it, that's a historic moment. Plus, I I just really like Joe Burrow. I like that kid. Yeah, you know, um, Niners because. Uh, if they go, if they win it, it is going to cause some controversy in the in in this quarterback situation. Yeah, uh, you know, and all that. Um, it'll be a sixth one for them, so that'll be you know another historic moment. Right. Uh, so yeah, you know, I mean, it's a it, it, that would be a cool one. What do I think it's going to be? I think we're looking at Chiefs Rams. I I really do think we're looking at Chiefs Rams because, like I said, Mahomes is back on fire, and that goddamn defense for uh, St. Louis has got their shit together. And I'll be honest with you, St. Louis. I mean, not St. LA. Louis. You got to remember St. Louis Rams no, 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 yeah. used to be back in the like, day. Wait, yeah. What? Uh, sometimes I get old and think and think back in the old days. I, I'm I'm going to be sitting with Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> soon. Uh, but no. Um, uh, but yeah, the the L.A. Rams. I think it'll be the Rams and uh, the Chiefs. Um, and in the end, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Rams take it all. Maybe um, I think I think that defense is firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah. And if they can get in that backfield and frustrate Mahomes and put the pressure on him, it'll be just like what they did to Tom Brady. That that he'll be flustered, won't be able to do shit. It is kind of a shame that you can't go. I mean, of course, the storylines leading up to it, you know, San Francisco's knocked them off two yeah. times. Uh, Bengals did the impossible and beat the Chiefs. It is a shame we can't cross it over. Yeah. Like fuck that. I want to see yeah. Rams Chiefs. I want to see Cincy Forty Niners, and I want to see. Yeah. I, I I want to see. Um, I want to see it while they're all playing at these high levels. In fact, yeah. I would love for them to just – I don't know how the stats will work or anything like that. It's like, hey, let's just rotate this shit for another four weeks. Yeah, You know, just whoever well, has yeah. the best. Like, I, that's what I would love to see. And I'll, and I'll tell you, there is a reason why I say Rams win overall. Because the NFL has fucking been praying for it since day one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> L.A., the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and what's fucked up is is there's actually talk of L.A. having so many restrictions for COVID that they were going to move the goddamn Super Bowl out of there. I don't, I think that's out the window now. Oh, I think yeah. With L.A. Yeah. in it. Yeah. And I think, I think, well, I think not only is that out the window, I think there's a lot of billionaires in back rooms going, excuse me, fuckhead. Yeah. What kind of money did you just say you were going to take away from me? I think not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get reelected, let's lift the ban. Oh, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I think if. Uh, yeah. If if L. A. loses and then they move it to Dallas, I think first yeah. off that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Just to be like, look, we had this whole plot line, but now it's not going to work money wise. Right. Whatever. But if. 
Yeah, uh, it, it has to definitely happen in L.A. Now. Yeah, like and there's be. um, but um, if you'll remember correctly, this is the reason why I'm saying L.A. is going to win is is uh, if it is L.A. Chiefs. Um, last year, it, we can talk about the way Brady plays all we want to. That's fine. The reason the Bucks won last year is because they pressured the shit out of Patrick Mahomes. Right. I remember this game. And that kid had people in the backfield with him constantly, and he just kept looking around like, what the fuck do I do, man? These guys are swarming me. And I hate to be this guy. I hate when people do this shit because it's like the teams that were on the field are the teams that are on the field. Don't know if that'll happen this time unless that fucking line is healthy because that was a big role last year. They're, they had three people out on that offensive line, yeah. and that was the big key factor. Although, Tampa Bay's defense last year was fucking crazy in that game. You yeah. know, it, it yeah. was crazy. Um, God damn, us talking about it fucking is hyping me up. And I'll tell yeah. you one thing, I'm super pissed because I'm going to be in fucking Harry Potter world during the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I'm going to have to sneak off to get goddamn butterbeers hoping for They Christ. have the game on somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, I, I yeah. do. I will say, though. Bold, you do your bold prediction. I Cincinnati goes to Super Bowl. Cincinnati wins. Like there's yeah. just yeah, they have been through the worst of the shit. Yeah, and they're st- like they almost feel like that team of destiny type deal. You know, like the, of course they were yeah. playing good, the swagger, everything like that. Again, I keep bringing the stat up: sacked nine times and yeah. still pull off the win. Yeah, I think that's what's. The difference is it's like you just can keep fucking pushing them down. They're going to get back up and find a way to win. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I I, I do think Cincinnati, if they go to the Super Bowl, they're going to take the entire thing. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, but, but honest to God, though, I told you this the other day. We were chatting back and forth on the text there. Uh, uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't – I say all this. I have no true predictions because after this past weekend, after watching the 49ers beat the number three and number one seed, knock them the fuck out of it. Right. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know where this shit's going. Yeah. You know, um, which is what made it probably one of the funnest uh, playoff weekends I've ever watched in my lifetime. As we said at the start, man, it's, yeah. it's, pretty much panned across the country like this was the craziest weekend uh for sure of football that we saw um before we get out of the nfl news fucking i can't even remember the coach's name for the texans but see david cully yeah so long brother i mean they didn't give that dude a fucking chance I, I I I almost wonder if he wasn't a placeholder so they could get somebody else this year. So the, so I think it was McAfee that said, you know, they is it him or Rich Eisen, but it's like you know they, it's almost like they just want Josh McCown. I mean, that was a big yeah. talk when they were hiring. They it's they a fucking huge talk right now. And it, yeah. and it really, if that is the case, like, I I that will be very disappointing. I mean, this yeah. whole entire fucking year was kind of – what you didn't hear a lot of was drama. Yeah. And if that ends yeah. up happening, it's just like – so we're just the drama queens that will sometimes go to the playoffs? I mean, yeah. that's that's really what it is. 
maybe if you take that drama out, maybe you could actually just go you know, to the Super Bowl. Maybe that's the fucking problem with why you can't advance past certain teams. I, I don't know. Um, I did see they interviewed Brian Flores, which I actually – you know, a lot of a lot of people were confused as to why they fired Brian Flores, the Dolphins, um, with the with the talks of he wanted Deshaun Watson and the GM didn't. It almost seems like a good fit for him to come there. And then yeah. you also have fucking the GM for the Texans, right? And then Brian Flores were both in New England at the same time. You know, maybe they'll they'll get on the same page with each other. I don't know. I, I do know it was very – while David Coley did not really truly inspire me for a winning season or like, oh, next year it'll be like this great turnaround, um, I really – that was very frustrating to see. I was just going to give you a year and, and bounce you out. Right. It's like, I, guys, you had – uh, you had no drama. This really wasn't a dramatic exit, but it is also like, yeah, what were you doing? Yeah, who wants to come to the Texans? I mean, yeah. no one is, no one is like safe. Yeah. Anyone the can only, go. The only it's thing I see them really getting is a coach that is either a. This is their first chance at head coaching, and it's going to be, you know, a place they can get their chops, or you got a veteran head coach who's like. This place is a challenge. This could be fun. Yeah. You know? It's, it's the only thing I see. Um, I don't know. I had to bring it up only because that, you know, that was a thing yeah. we missed. And well, that and, the Texans. that and one last thing on this is, um, and, and back to head coaching, of course, everyone's talking about Mike McCarthy. Is he the fucking answer? You know, to, maybe we need to get move on from him because we got all the talent in the world. Uh, and Dan Quinn, Quinn proved his worth, and we're fixing to lose Kellen Moore as OC. Well, there's been a lot of speculation as to who should be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the first one was uh, in an interview, uh, Shaq, who I did not know but is a Dallas Cowboys fan. They asked him who needed to be their head coach, uh, and he came out and said, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Which, you know, I hadn't even thought of that. What a fucking great choice with what he's done at Jackson State. Plus, he has a huge relationship with the Cowboys organization already. Right. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. You're gonna have to give that a couple years. I mean, he's oh yeah, he's, yeah. It's not gonna he's happen. He's not only building. He's not only building something at Jackson State, which he pretty much has. Yeah. I mean, I think. I don't think. Deion Sanders does a lot of shit for the money anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, I think he made his money, and yeah. he's really trying to build legacy now, and right. to, and to take a team that was nothing. Yeah. And you can tell he loves that team. Yeah, he absolutely. loves Jackson State. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he's um, now on uh, on the other Des Bryant. They did an interview with him, and he had the most interesting one of all. And I genuinely would like to see this one happen. Mm -hmm. um, Tony Romo for offensive coordinator. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, listen, I it, it makes sense. No, yeah, no experience. I get it. However, 
He was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He knows all the current players because he was kind of in there whenever they got, you know, uh, well, when Dak came in. And, right. You know, had to take over him and all. And if you listen to him call games on CBS, that dude predicts every play, tells you exactly what's about to happen, and then they do it. You know what? Why wouldn't he be defensive coordinator? He's very good at calling what the offense is going to do. Yeah. Obviously, Dan Quinn's there. Yeah. But it's like, wouldn't the more productive thing to put him at defensive coordinator? Yeah, but coordinator? if you look at him, if you look at him stat-wise, yeah. uh, as far as when he was a quarterback, oh, yeah, offensive coordinator would be great. He right. can tell you exactly what they need to do. Oh, they're doing that defense. We need to switch it up and do this. Fair. And then <laughs> with his experience as a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys would make him immediately trustworthy and, you know, and I think the team would I think the team would rally behind that choice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think though you put him up you, you put him in the the crow's nest. And then every single person yeah. on defense gets a microphone in their helmet, and he just, yeah. he just, yeah, fucking, uh, God, now every every name is escaping oh, me on the team. Oh, this is good football, Jim. Yeah. I don't know. They're going to run it over here. Uh, we're going to, yeah. It's just literally like, he's going to do Tony. this, he's going to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that that would. Uh, Jim Nance and Tony. I think I think that would be actually a pretty uh, a cool story. It's yeah. like yeah. you know. I think it would be awesome. Uh but of course the huge talk. Sean Payton just told just told uh the uh the Saints that he would not be back. Uh everyone's saying he's definitely gonna take a year off, which has considering how much uh Jerry Jones has wanted to basically buy the city city of Dallas and just hand it to Sean Payton so he would come become the coach for the Cow- I mean literally I don't think there's anything Jerry Jones wouldn't do uh yeah. to get Sean Payton as a coach uh the huge speculation is they give McCarthy another year Sean Payton takes his year off after that, McCarthy's gone. Peyton's in. It's there. It's it, we're going. You know, right? Um, at which I'm not going to say I hate that idea. I, it, I Sean, Sean Payton, Payton, no. That much talent on your team with Sean Payton coaching, yeah. Now, but that does it does bring up a good fucking question. Kellen Moore is getting fucking interviewed like crazy for all these head coaching positions. Who is going to be the fucking OC? Of of the Dallas Cowboys and 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 you know that's the thing, um, which makes me wonder, man, why not? Why I think we ought to start a fucking petition. Throw fucking Tony the money for Romo. Throw Romo the fucking money. Let's see what he can do, man. You know. Well, I think uh, that's where I always kind of get lost in the weeds because you you hear. You hear, oh, this offensive coordinator was once a kicker's coach. You're like, oh, right. right. I mean, yeah. you know, you never know how right. people yeah. get their jobs. Well, uh, look at Basaccia. Yeah. Fucking special teams coach. Yeah. And then gets thrown into the Raiders head coaching position as an interim. And everybody in the world is screaming right now, take that interim tag off him. Make him the head coach because he was exactly what that team needed. Right. Um. So yeah, you just never know. And and plus, you know, you bring in Tony Romo, he's going to be different. 
He's going to be something that nobody's ever seen film for how he runs his schemes and shit. It's going to be completely fucking different. Yeah. So, who I, knows? I will say, McCarthy, I would be very surprised if he even makes another year. I am too. Uh, if, 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 he, if that happens, yes. The way he handled the fucking playoff loss was not good. Atrocious. It was a very... Yeah. Uh no, we did all the right things and all this shit. Yeah. And it's like No, you didn't. What it what it came down to, the one that really stood out for me was Yeah, we ran that fourteen second uh right uh QB run, which is fine. You know, whatever. Uh clearly one thing they never practiced was handing the ball to the ref. Right. And which was a huge deal. Yeah, it was uh, for, I mean, and, and all the penalties that yeah. they got during that game, everything like that. Right. And for him to basically come out and not admit – you don't want your head coach coming out and being like, I fucking blew it, guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But have some humility. Yeah. Don't come out and, and basically say, hey, hey, we, we did all the right things. The fucking zebras got in the way. You know, it's just like right. – yeah, let's not play that fucking game. No, and and I think if he would have handled that better, maybe his time there is going to be a little longer. But I think he really fucked up when he did that. Yeah, that uh, that's a I don't know thing for me. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. I do know if they come out next year. Uh, my big thing is, and I would hate to see this because it would mean your season's already fucked. Uh, but if you know, depending on how the first six or so games go mm-hmm. yeah i could see him gone by six games if they because because jerry jones will pull the trigger if he has to if he thinks he has to well see that's funny that you say that i think he's more of a i think he maybe has grown into that role because i mean he stuck with jason garrett for so long dude no one can explain that though yeah no one has ever been able to explain why if Jason Garrett saw him fuck a kid or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, that he, but he fucking loved Jason Garrett like a fucking son and had him forever on there. There were at least two years there towards the end where everybody in Cowboy Nation was sitting there going, this motherfucker's got to go, Jerry. Yeah. You know? And, um, and yeah, it, it took forever, but yeah, he's, and again, he may learn from Jason Garrett of like we can't stick with people right, like yeah, this for this long yeah. anymore. It may be, and, and who knows with the way this fucking year is going, the way things are changing. Yeah, we're saying McCarthy gets another year. McCarthy only makes a six game. He may be fired next fucking week. Yeah, you he know, could be. I mean, it may be if Peyton announces yesterday. Yeah, I'm not coming back to the Saints. Jerry gets on the phone today and pay. It says, "I'll pay you twenty million dollars a year to come over here and coach my team." Okay, Jerry. And the next day, you know, tomorrow, Mike McCarthy's fucking fired. You know, and I don't think McCarthy's going to care. No, I really don't think so. I think he'll go back to that stat job he had, where he was making yeah. tons of money and and doing yeah. that. Again, it comes. I mean, it really does. I've said it before. Sometimes you're just not supposed to be a head coach, and I mean that's yeah. that's kind of weird yeah. to say with Mike McCarthy. He was in Green Bay forever. Well, yeah, he won a Super Bowl there, but let's remember how that ended. And yeah. you know, it, it wasn't good. Exactly. Yeah, so so. I, 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 hell, he just 
Pittsburgh may just get cranky when they get old. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, man. But uh, uh, but yeah. Um, so so real quick because we're already at an hour and twenty five minutes. So uh, let's go ahead on and get to yeah, the done, UFC. Should have done this up top. If you yeah. want to tune out, you can. Although this is not me trying to break down a fight or anything like that. Right. This is some fucking weird, dramatic, juicy shit. So Francis Ngannou and uh, Cyril Gain fought for the heavyweight title. Right. Little backstory: Francis Ngannou was is like this. It, first off, he's just this fucking beast. I mean, he's huge. Yeah. You should know him by now if you know the UFC. If you don't, go look him up. He's. It was almost like they were pushing him to be the heavyweight champion. Yeah, uh, he beat Stipe Miocic. Um, finally gets the title, and and he's known for just knockout power. I mean, he's his fights. I don't think when they've gone long, when they've gone five rounds, he ain't the winner. I mean, he he ain't the one. Um, so they give they give this guy his old training partner, uh, Cyril Gain, who's only had ten fights in the UFC. They give him a shot at the interim title because Francis couldn't fight. Yeah. Or decided not to fight. I can't remember. That's where the drama started. Because it was not too long after Francis won the official title. Yeah. They give this guy the interim title. And Cyril Gain is a heavyweight no one's really ever seen. He's like, he moves like a uh, welterweight, a lightweight, but he's yeah. a heavyweight. I mean, he can really, he's a super athletic uh, takes his time. It's not you're not swinging in a phone booth. I mean, you, you, the way he took out uh, Derek Lewis it was it was fucking incredible. Because everyone thought Derek Lewis was just going to knock this motherfucker out, and he right. took his time and everything like that. It was great. Um, so this is Francis Ngannou's last fight on his contract. He goes in. Uh, he goes in. Fights Cyril Gain and actually for three rounds takes him down and holds him down, which which is a big deal only because he is not known for his ground game at all. So yeah. when it happened, I mean, even Rogan, DC, John Anik were like, what the fuck is going on? And like everyone was shocked by what was going on. And especially too, because Cyril Gain is known for his ground game. Yeah. Okay. Um, does all this, goes five rounds, wins on a decision, uh, and it was very obvious near the end. It, it, and and uh, you really did feel so bad for Cyril because he, he was crying in the corner and, you know, yeah. he even told Rogan, like, you know, hopefully I'll be back. And Rogan had to be like, dude, you're 11 fights into the UFC. You are very young yeah. in this career. You'll like, be back. Yeah. You're good, dude. And, yeah. and he, very impressive. He really is going to be this guy – uh, right. Probably future champ. Um, Francis did the shit with no MCL, half an ACL. <laughs> I mean, God damn. it's a guy you yeah. want as your heavyweight champion. Right. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think they want him. I think they're going to cut him. What? He, they literally, the communications between the actual, like every time Dana comes out and says, we've had a good conversation Francis says, the conversations are always, how's your wife and kids? It's not business. It's never good. Yeah. Um, 
a really weird thing. They get this his manager gets this text message that they they don't know is it's speculated could possibly an insider from the UFC and it's like some super racist shit towards both of them. Yeah. Like, hey, you black bitch and all this shit. Oh like, god, it's really yeah. bad. I and I I don't think it would be someone from the UFC. I that's something yeah. I'm really hoping not. Um, going into the the morning of the fight, they get an email from some. It is official. Somebody from the UFC, uh, basically chewing them out, being like, "Don't talk to fucking Jake Paul's manager or any of that bullshit." If you're going to stay in our organization, again. No contracts have been upped. No organ, and and yeah. it's all coming down to money, you know. It, it's and of course, you know the UFC did great by letting Connor be Connor, but they really fucked themselves over because they have these super talented, high level fucking athletes, yeah, who just are not gonna be Connor in that dramatic. Oh. I'll, you know, fucking throw a dolly through a van and all this right. shit. I mean, all like, bullshit. you're just yeah. not going to get that out of some of these guys. And Francis is not right. one of those guys. Go listen to Francis on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Incredible story of, of coming from fucking Cameroon. That's in Africa, right? Cameroon? Yeah. Coming from Cameroon and literally three or four times trying to escape Cameroon to yeah. get to France having to go back, getting dropped off in the desert with no food, no water, just like yeah. this incredible inspirational story. Just wants more money, wants to get paid right. what he's supposed to get paid. You look at him, he's supposed to be this heavyweight champ. Dana leaves before the fight, when the fight, when I guess it was pretty clear Francis was going to win. Yeah, Dana doesn't stick around to wrap the belt around his champ. His heavyweight fucking champ. Yeah. Uh, doesn't do the post-conference. I mean, just as complete... It is one of the weirdest fucking things going on. Yeah, this is very weird because not only is he the heavyweight champ, not only is he a great fucking fighter, he is well-liked amongst people who watch MMA. When they... It's... It, 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 like, nobody says, like, bad shit about Ngannou, you know? When they told... <sighs> him he you know and dana didn't stay for the post yeah. press conference i'll show you the video it's super sad i mean you yeah. see him realize they don't want me like yeah. they don't they don't want me and it's crazy because of the fact of like i yeah. said literally went in injured uh put on a performance that was not probably what they wanted as far as like you know when when you have the heavyweight fight you want the knockout you really yeah. do but for him to play the ground game, get out of submissions where he should have been submitted. Yeah. I mean, he did everything. It's like reward your champ. And it's the yeah. heavyweight fucking champ. Yeah. I don't know if it's this. I don't know if it's like, look, heavyweight's just not what we're going to hold on to anymore. We're going right. to go with Israel and we're going to go with Usman. You know, these guys are our guys now. It, it is. I don't know, but yeah, I think they're crazy because I, I, you know, I don't watch all the UFC, the drama behind it, all the shit. You know, I watch the the fights whenever they're on, but they'll, um, but but Ngannou's the one guy that I have actually have watched interviews with and shit. I really like the guy. You have a really likable champ who is obviously the fucking best in his weight 
class. Right. I mean, there is no, there is no sitting there going, yeah, Nganu got it, but really it should have been this guy. He kind of got fucked up. Yeah. No, there's none of that shit. It, it's no, this is the fucking guy. The only time he had a very obvious loss, if you go back and watch uh, uh, him fight Stipe that first time, Stipe mm. figured out, throw this motherfucker on the ground and stay on top of him. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to win. And he did that for five rounds because Nganu had no ground game. In fact, a very yeah. funny fact they said is the only time francis ever submitted somebody was a uh fuck what is that i think it's a i think it was a kimura which is essentially where you just grab someone's arm and you pull it the opposite way right in which the shoulder's rotating and and you know it's gonna break off right and and if francis gets a hold of you doing that fucking tap and and go on to pick your kid up you know yeah um and they said they taught him that in the back the night of the fight. Like, and they were <laughs> just damn. like, hey, if you get in this position, why don't you try this? And that's how he did it. Yeah. You know, like, but that was one of the only obvious losses. Like, it was even very clear yeah. in this fight. Like, oh, this is not, like, no one's going to be beating Francis anytime soon. And the yeah. biggest thing is, you know, uh, again, it, it's coming down to money. And even, um, uh, uh, God damn it, the Gypsy King. Fucking, I can't remember if it's Tyson. I only know it's a Gypsy King. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if it, uh, it's not Tyson Fury. Why the fuck can't I remember his name? Anyway, um, he even tweeted to him. He was like, hey, man, that was, a, that was a great fucking win. Why don't you come over and fight me and we'll make some real money? Yeah. Because Francis started as a boxer. I mean, yeah. and, and just fell into MMA. It's not like he, he went to go do MMA. Right. He went to go do boxing. And that's yeah. what could ultimately happen, which would be insane for the heavyweight champ of the largest organization in the world, fighting organization in the world, mm-hmm. to not only be cut, but to immediately be able to go out and fight for a heavyweight title in boxing. And it would be a trilogy. Yeah. I mean, it would be a true trilogy if he could do that. First yeah. fight, not going to win. I mean, just ain't – let's be honest. We've seen MMA go into boxing, and it, it doesn't happen. Right. But if he focused on boxing, could easily make the trilogy that should have been with Gypsy King and – I think it is Tyson Fury. I feel like I'm yeah. a fucking idiot right now for not knowing – Actually, it is. Tyson Fury is a Gypsy King. Deontay Wilder yeah. is a guy from Alabama. <laughs> yeah. But it, that could be the actual trilogy that – could have been should have been one win one win the third is determined who actually wins like i said i've been holding on to this shit for two weeks before telling you because like it is the craziest story i've heard come out you see has done some crazy shit it goes yeah one of the nuttier stories they've come out with. yeah and i i like dana white as far as being like don't tell me how to run my fucking business i did this all during the pandemic and i beat every single sports organization out there yeah. This one, I'm like, you're fucking wrong, dude. Don't yeah. fucking let this yeah. guy go. Pay him the money. Yeah. Just give him the fucking money. It's and, just, it, and if it's always one last thing, it. I know we need to get out of here. One last thing. If if it's always going to be determined on Connor, mm-hmm. if that's now the new standard, Connor hasn't won a fight in five years. What do you want out of your fucking champs? Do you want. First off, do you want them to actually be champs? 
or do you want them to be drama queens who have a, who has a great yeah. left hook? Yeah. I mean, what do you want that like this could be a very strange and not, you know, this decade whatever, but this could yeah. start to be a spiral that they really could fuck up here where it's like yeah, you let your heavyweight champ go over some fucking money bullshit that he's earned. This could be the yeah. downfall of one of the bigger organizations. Yeah. I I'm predicting. Now in about 15 years, it's I'll not be going right. to be the downfall of billions of dollars fixing to be made here, but who knows. I'm only saying that only because yeah. money and fight the the yeah. th- this has been a theme now for the past like 2 years. Oh yeah, I know. I think when the pandemic yeah. hit is when fighters started to realize, "Oh shit." I mean, Nate Diaz, of course, when he fought Connor right. the first time, that was a big story and but it slowly started to pick up. I think when the pandemic hit, a lot of fighters realized, oh, shit, this could all be gone. It's the same way we all felt when the pandemic hit. Right. But it's it's really starting to ramp up. And, to, and again, to see your heavyweight champ who won the belt in a way that he wasn't supposed to, injured, great story behind him, and you're still not going to pay him? Yeah. The fuck are y'all doing? It's it's wild. It's yeah. insane. All right. One last little thing here before we go. Uh, Lucia Harris. You probably don't know that name at all. No. Um, she was a female bla- basketball player in the in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three national championships. In between the second and third national championship, she uh, went to the Olympics for the first ever uh, time that women's basketball was in the Olympics. She scored the first goal of women's basketball ever in the Olympics, and they took silver that year. Now, the big thing about her was was not only did she win three national championships, went to the Olympics, won silver, the only woman ever drafted into the NBA. Really? Yes. She did not play. She told them no. Yeah. But she was drafted by New Orleans. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but she has passed away. She was 66 years old. If you want to see an amazing documentary, mm-hmm. uh, the New York Times um, on their YouTube page, they there is a documentary a documentary about her that they just did here not too long ago. Which thank God that she got to see it before she she passed. Yeah. Um, a lot of lot of adversity there. A lot of lot of things. Um, the reason she didn't go into the NBA, she had a lot of doubt about herself. Uh, being able to play against men. Yeah. Um, and then she. Um, and then uh, had some some health issues develop later on that went into things. But also uh, went back to her original high school and was the head coach of their basketball team for years. She she was a, an amazing woman, uh, passed away at 66 years old, and, uh, and uh, you know, will be missed. That's a – you know? That, I do want to see that documentary because yeah. that's a I'll very cool story. I'll send you a link story. for it. It is amazing. It's, it is amazing. That to me – say what you – say or however you feel about Chappelle. Yeah. He did have a great joke about the difference in the WNBA right. and the NBA. Hey, we yeah. can combine them. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of women. Like right. that's yeah. crazy to actually hear. And those she and she she talked about it in there that playing against men is a whole different ball game. And she still to this day is glad she didn't take it because she didn't think it was going to be 
you know, she didn't think she'd do any good. Um, I but do. she does talk about how there was no WNBA back then, and it sucked because she really wanted to keep playing ball, you know. I was about to say, I didn't want to shit it all over off the top, but when you said she scored the first bucket, I'm like, that like, Ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very true. But, um, all right, so uh, we have to get out of here. We're at a, an hour and 40 minutes. Um, so you got any I do. Things? I actually have dates. It's it's kind of exciting. Um, I, uh, I will be at Upstage Comedy Lounge tomorrow night roasting Gabe and his big-ass fucking dick. Uh, uh, we will be at Upstage Comedy Lounge uh, February 9th February at 8 9th. p.m. Uh, that's in San Antonio. Y'all should go look that up. Uh, February 18th, I will be in New Braunfels at River Chase performing with Simply Courtney. You've never seen Simply Courtney perform. Uh, please come out to that. Very, very sure. fun. Um, I don't know of any sort of uh, uh, how much it is to get into any of these shows. I will figure that out soon. Um, I had to rebook the growling. Uh, that will possibly be on uh, February 18th as well. Um, but all that, um, pretty much, uh, it, it, follow me on Instagram. I think that's where I'm yep. just going to stay from now on uh, to see more details on stuff like that. And remember, everybody, love each other. Bye. Bye. <laughs>